kick off our Thursday show with the Country Racing Show. We've got all the racing news and people from around Victoria, racing's greatest state. Welcome along to Coleraine, Bendigo, Ballarat, Waterball, Bet365, Geelong. And good morning, everybody, from Swan Hill. Welcome to the South Surf Club. Already. Ah! Off they go. For Country Racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show. Where we belong. Yes, I can see Sean Cosgrove just uh, having a little dance to that tune there, weren't you, Cosgrove? I do like that, yeah. I sort of wanted to get down and get back up again. Uh, Nikita Ross joins us in the studio. Hello, Nikita. How are you? Hello, Maddie. Good, thank you. Yourself? Yes, not too bad. Not too bad. We get a breather this week, don't we, from the Country Cup circuit? There's... There's no country cups as such on this weekend, but it is great to see the picnics return to Woolamai. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a highlight of the weekend, that is for sure. But plenty of country racing on all the same, albeit no cups as such, Mm. but uh, races everywhere and big programs as well. We've got 10 at Wangaratta on Saturday and plenty of Christmas meetings as well. So um, lots to look forward to after a great Werribee Cup last Sunday. Mm. And of course, Pakenham. I'm Mm. tipping there could be a few Christmas parties at the picnics at Woolamai too. What a good way, good way to go and have your Christmas party Absolutely. there. Yeah, no doubt about it. We might have to get the RSN 927 Christmas party bust down there next yeah, year, Cosy, yeah, I reckon. I think so. That'd sound like a little bit of fun. Uh, Reese Goodwin's got uh, some chances this weekend across multiple tracks, and uh, he joins us on the line now. G'day, Reese. Good morning, team. Yes, we're well, thank you. We know you've got a great affinity with the picnics. Uh, great to see it back at Woolamai this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it is um, very fortunate that Balnearing and, uh, sorry, Ballarat and Sterelman must have taken a couple of those meetings the last past weekends. And yeah, it's good to finally be back at one of the actual Sydney tracks. How has it affected your preparation of horses? Did you run them at other meetings, Reese, when you missed those picnics? Uh, I. Uh, we yeah, to we've got a dodgy. Yeah. We've got a dodgy there, yeah. I think. It started off pretty strong, and then it just faded into the abyss. So. Like the horses I back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at the third at Shep. Yeah. Number one lucky one is 220. Two brightling staring is 340. Three jingle jangled. Now there is the omen with Christmas coming up. $23. Hmm. Four bright black 11. Five is out. Six eastern senator is 550. Seven eighty eleven. Number eight, Twilight Blaze, 19. Nine out and 10, Rojo Silver Fox, 19. Favourite is the red, number one lucky one, $2.20 in race three at uh, Shepherd and the oh, Savo. All right, Matty Jones is calling the action at Shep, so we'll cross to him in a couple of minutes' time. We might have Reese Goodwin back on the line, I believe. Have we got your Reese? Sorry, guys. I'm sort of on my way uh, to go drop a horse off the spelling paddock. It's a bit dodgy this area. Hopefully we're okay at the moment. That's a little bit better. We'll give it a crack anyway. Yeah, Cosy was just mentioning, has there been much trouble with sort of the shuffling around of those picnic tracks or has it not really affected you too much? Sorry, I dismissed that, guys. Did did those couple of picnic meetings being uh, abandoned, did that concern you or did it affect your preparation of your horses? Uh, not particularly, Cosy. We, um, I only had one uh, particular picnic mare that we brought this season uh, for the picnics and she was ready to go for the first meeting, but we actually ran her at the pros. Uh, twice, and she ran third and second in a couple of maidens. So it worked out well. She earned a bit of prize money for the connections, and then she was able to have her first run last week in at Terrelgan, and she saluted, so it was good. Reese, you haven't been training all that long, but you must be wrapped with how the team is going and also the support you've had. You look like you've increased your numbers of, of horses recently. Yeah, look, I've been really fortunate. It's worked out well, Nikita. Um, just coming up 12 months of training now, and, yeah, things couldn't have been... Uh, couldn't have been better, I think. I started out for one horse, and... 
continually progress and we've got 18 in work at the moment so yeah things have gone really well we could reschool and uh, with us at the moment looking at the the picnics at Woolamai. um you mentioned you got 18 in work how many of those are picnic horses just the one race oh I, I hopefully it's just one wouldn't surprise <laughs> if there's a few more there uh, unfortunately but yeah at this stage uh there's just one that's been brought particularly for the picnics but uh across the season no that there'll be a couple there that can probably just go there um to hopefully get a win on the board and then move them on. But, yeah, just sort of the one predominantly that I've, I've got a group of people that are picnic people, including Adam Bodie and a couple of others um, that we pinpointed and brought her off the sale. Um, so basically it's just her at this stage. Reese, it's a big call to go out on your own. Was it a hard decision or something that you were always set on doing? Uh, yeah, certainly always wanted to do it. Um, it probably was It probably was a tough call. More um, so once I got into it and started, you know, realising how tough it could be. But at the start, I was all for it and probably underestimated how tough it was going to be. It hasn't been easy. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of got the ball rolling now and things are heading in the right direction and hopefully it continues. You still ride your own work? Yeah, pretty much the majority of it, Cosy. I just recently um, got Grant Seekin working for me. He rides at the picnics and has mm-hmm. ridden there for years. Um, he's been a major help in the last, I think he's only been with me a month, but... I took uh, a step from sort of having 12 horses to 18 horses, and he was uh, the main reason I was able to do that. But up until then, I'd sort of been riding 10 to 12 of my own every morning, and, um, yeah, that was that. When you say it was a little bit harder than you thought it might have been, Reese, what caught you by surprise? Probably just the business side of it. Um, Matt, uh, I'm not very great. I, I didn't stay in school very long. I'm not great with numbers and all that side of things. So it was probably just that sort of actually running um, the side of it sort of, was all I know, and that was mm. pretty easy. It was just sort of the more the business side of it. But um, I've had some people help me out along the way, and we're sort of set and rolling now. And yeah, hopefully it all goes well. Where did you kick off initially, Reese? Uh, so I'm, I was born in Seymour. I think we might get a loser there again, Reese. Unfortunately. <laughs> Need to take that speller out today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there he is. I've been in the same spot I've been the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, the phone lines are playing funny buggers. Yeah. We might let you go, Reese. Um, yeah, we might. What we'll do if you, Scotty Cooney's out the back, he can jump on the line, and uh, if you've got a winner for us over the next couple of days, he'll grab it off you, and we'll relay relay that to the listeners. I know the. Uh, most of our listeners are desperate, so uh, hopefully we can steer you into <laughs> one or two of your, your chances this weekend. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's doing a good job, isn't he, with his team, Reese Goodwin? There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Yeah, doing the miles, Cosy, as well. He's got runners at, uh, at Cranbourne tomorrow night, uh, the Valley, Wangaratta, and then, uh, of course, um, had a couple, has a couple nommed at, at Woolamai as well. So, um, doing the miles, putting in the work, and great to see young trainers that do take that next step, go out on their own, um, succeed. He's a hard worker. He's riding 12 a morning yeah. or 12 a day. It wouldn't be a morning by the time he, with 18, he'd have headlights on by the time he finished the 18th, I can tell you. But, yeah, that's, uh, no, right. that's a good effort. I guess the starving difficulties probably mean that they have to just pick up a bit more of the slack, don't they? So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, What it is, it's uh, 16 to 12. We'll take a break on Big V Racing. Matt Nevitt, Sean Cosgrove and Nikita Ross are with you. On the other side of that, Melinda McDonald will join us ahead of uh, Woolamai on Saturday. Matt Nevitt, Sean Cosgrove and Nikita Ross with you on this Thursday morning. Now, Reese Goodwin, he was on the phone to the Coondog a minute ago and he said Princess Tina in race five at Cranbourne, Tomorrow is his best chance across the weekend. So Princess Tina took her 26 starts to break the maiden. 
Well, he's tipping her to go back-to-back. So good luck to racing the team there tomorrow with Princess Tina at Cranbourne. She's got her eye in now. That's what's happened. What's that? She's got her eye in now. Yeah, she's got the eye <laughs> She's got a knack for it Confidence now. booster. That's right. That's right. She'll be uh, firing at Cranbourne tomorrow. All right, uh, Melinda McDonald's on the line because we can't wait to uh, see racing back at Woolamai for the picnics this weekend. And uh, Melinda has uh, six really nice rides on the program. Uh, good morning to you, Melinda. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. How exciting that uh, the picnics return to Woolamai. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to finally be getting back onto the actual picnic track. Melinda, um, great to have you on uh, chatting to us today. And as we know, it's been well documented, the first two picnic races of the season, they finally started, but uh, we're in a little bit of a, a different format. Of course, the Ballarat Synthetic, where you actually had a winner that day. Was that your first time riding on on the Synthetic? Uh, first time race riding, yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, obviously, I, I work at Cranbourne, so we've got the uh, the synthetic uh, training track there. But um, yeah, first time race riding on synthetic. Now, Melinda, I noticed you can still claim two, and I looked at the premiership last year. I think you rode eleven winners in the in the season. How long have you been riding? Uh so this is my third season. This season, um, uh, but I've been riding track work uh, for about. 17 or 18 years now so <laughs> why did it take you so long to throw the colors on a ride um i actually moved over from south australia three years ago um and as you probably know south australia doesn't have um picnic racing and um i was never able to get my weight light enough to go to the professionals so um i opted to come to victoria instead Melinda, you had a, a good win back in April in the Health Racehorse Adjustment Picnic Grand Final there at Cranbourne, uh, which was a, a tab meeting back in April. Uh, that must have been a, a big thrill for you. Uh, yeah, look, that was that was definitely the highlight of my career so far. And um, you know, uh, Damien Walkley and and uh, and the horse Pepino is just a champion combination. I'm I'm really grateful for that. Chatting to Melinda McDonald here on the Country Racing Show. Melinda won the up-and-coming rider award uh, last season in the picnic. So uh, it's obviously a lot of fun to be involved in the picnic circuit. How competitive is the riding as well? Uh, look, we all give it a red-hot crack. You know, it's, it's definitely, we take it pretty seriously. Like, uh, we'd like to have a laugh at the same time. But, um, you know, we take it as serious as, as any other jockey does. So uh, I'd like to think it's... It's very competitive, um, and I think it's only getting more so. Now, Melinda, we had Sean Cooper on the other day, and he goes, all right, he'd be the first bloke you'd want to whack out of pocket and just keep him in there, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, look, Sean does a great job, and, and you know, he's um, uh, he's definitely the one to beat out there. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it would have been a good learning curve because there's some very good riders at the picnics. Yeah, look, the, everyone does a top job. Um there's some uh, handy new apprentices coming through. Um, we've started doing some training sessions with Peter Hutchinson um, at headquarters um, the last few months as well, which has been really, really good. Um, just sort of trying to improve the circuit as a whole, really. Now, the riders have only just gone up on Racing Australia, so I'm not sure how much you've looked over your rides this weekend, but have you had a glance at... Um, who you'll be putting the leg over? Uh, yeah, look, um, most of the ones that I'm riding this weekend, I actually ride them in their track work as well. So mm-hmm. um, I, I know them all fairly well. Um, I've 
not sat on uh, Tabitha Cunningham's before. Um, Danny Walker normally takes the, the seat on uh, on her ride, but um, she's unfortunately suspended this week. So um, they've asked me to step up to the plate. So, um, you know, I watched a couple of replays last night and hope I've, I've got myself sort of... Um, organised and, and well-versed with the horse. Well, I'm looking at Rue Lepic's form, and uh, you get on well with it. The last two, you've got the Chockeys and run second, just beaten. Yeah, we were really unlucky at uh, at Traugen. Um Grant sort of nabbed me the, the last 50 metres. I, I saw him coming on my outside, and <laughs> I've just gone, no. But, uh, no, she she put in a tough effort, and she's she's got some speed. She's, she's a nice horse. Mel, from your point of view, for people that may not have been to a picnic meeting, what is it about it that makes it so unique and, and such a great day? Um, I think it's just the atmosphere, you know. It's, um, it's a lot more of a relaxed environment for the crowd, I think, and a lot more interactive um, than your, your average professional meeting. Plus, um, gets out to those... Uh, small towns that probably don't get as much um, entertainment, uh, you know, in that sort of area of the sport as what we do closer to town here. So, um, you know, it's a, I think it's something for the locals to enjoy more so than anything. Have you been able to convert a few of your, your colleagues and your friends and family to, to start attending the picnics a little bit more often? Uh, well, I unfortunately still have all of my family in South Australia, so I'm kind of here by myself. Um, my my friends that uh, that I have over here, they all work at the track anyway, so yeah, they they like to come along to the occasional meeting and uh, when they're not working. Um, my stepdad um, follows the the uh, picnic races vigorously every weekend he's always asking me what horses i'm riding so um <laughs> yeah it, it, i've definitely got a following anyway now melinda i've got to ask this what's the lightest saddle you ride in <laughs> um the one that i spend majority of my time in um it it weighs a grand total of about 110 grams 100 and about 110 grams. 110 grams. Yeah, I wonder that because I often at the races when I do corporate and say to people, pick up your race book, feel it in your hand. The race book often weighs more than what the saddles do. Yeah, yep, that that would be correct. Yep, um, we, we call them fly saddles. And for people who don't realise, there's very little in them. There's like a solid bit up the front over the wither where you attach the, the stirrup leathers to, but the rest of it you could almost fold it up. You could fold them up and whack them in a beer glass, couldn't you? Pretty much, yep. There's not a lot to hang on to. <laughs> no, there's not. Um, but to be honest, after spending a couple of seasons um, riding in my in my fly saddle, I actually uh, have grown quite fond of it and find it um, a bit more comfortable because I can kind of mould to the horse a lot better. You know what? You hear that comment from so many jockeys, the little light dots that they mm. use, they'll say, that's the one I like because you, you yeah. feel more in contact with the horse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell you what, Melinda, if I sat on one, you'd never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> but they are very, very, very tiny. They are, yes. 
Oh. I, um, I, I honestly don't know how they uh, how they make them, but um, they do a good job. <laughs> they certainly do. Hey, uh, Mel, enjoy uh, Saturday. It's great to see Picnic Racing returning to Woolamore. Hopefully they get a cracking crowd there. There's plenty of Christmas parties, and hopefully you can ride a couple of winners. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much. There's Mel McDonald joining us there, who is a star of the picnic circuit and will be in full flight on mm. Saturday at Woolamore. I can't wait to see it return to the traditional picnic tracks. And for those who ever want to give a jockey a knock for a ride, go and get a set of digital scales and put something on it that weighs 110 grams. And yeah. you say, so get a race book. That's what yeah. they, I, I know because I weigh one and yeah. they, uh, they are about 130, 140 grams. So this saddle will be 110. Then you, and the jocks when they weigh out, I think they're basically they get out for under a kilo these days. So the mm. saddle, sir, single girth, leather signs, um, the other jobbers, which weigh next to nothing, the colours mm. and the boots and so forth. Basically, the whole package for under a kilo. Yeah, it's Incredible. amazing. You've been yeah. fascinated with that for quite some time now. I, you, no, I do. You I told just, me quite a few times about that. I just think it's wonderful that they, yeah. uh, you know, people have, people knock jockeys for a ride. Go and hop on and have a crack yourself. Yeah, just oh, <laughs> like people knocking race calls for getting a race call wrong. Right, yeah. <laughs> Good luck to they you. They can't remember their mate's name. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we need to get to our segment, What Caught Our Eye This Week, Cosy. What caught my eye was a gentleman called Adam Hanley. He has done a terrific job, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last week at uh, Bansdale, he got the money with uh, a mare called uh, Piccolo Fioro. And uh, I think he paid around about $600 for it. Six hundred yeah, bucks. Six hundred bucks, wow. right? He's got a couple of horses that he's been buying online of late. Uh, Piccolo Fiore, six hundred dollars. Jack's Fortune was five thousand um, dollars. Now I've had a look. One has won. Jack's Fortune's won fifteen thousand five hundred. Piccolo Fiore has won sixty-one thousand dollars. Yeah, well, now that to me, that is it. just uh, Adam. You yeah. are an absolute freak. We're going to put a statue of you in here, yeah, with palm fronds and candles either side. Anyone can do that. And uh, he's just given them time. Uh, the horses, one's by Fiorente, mm. and he's produced them, placed them right, and got the money. That's what it's all about. Yep. And like they're not spending a lot of money buying them, five grand maximum. No, that's one way to grow your business, isn't it, Cosy? Get new right. people in the door if they know they can make a return like that. Yeah, good on you, Adam. That is an absolutely fantastic event in my book. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Nikita? What caught your eye this week? Uh, there was a run a little bit earlier in the week, actually. Race one at Hamilton, um, Sonoma Coast. It was Amara and Eustace first starter, $9 into about $3.20, I think. And, uh, gee, I, I really like the, the debut performance. Three-year-old filly, I think she's got a really bright future. It was just a super professional win and uh, pricked her ears on the line. So I mm. think there was plenty more left in store, Cosie. Um, she was, yeah, she, there's just something about it that, that really caught my eye and I thought she's a filly to follow. So right. Sonoma Coast. Bit of upside there. Yeah, sounds like it. We'll keep an eye on things. Uh, I, for my uh, segment this week, I, we'll cast our eye back to Thursday last week at Wangaratta. And I wish I had come across this story at the time because it would have been nice to get this person on. But Brett Blunfield, who I'm sure you know, Nikita, because yes. he has a strong harness racing background. He's been a harness trainer for quite some time. He trained his first Gallops winner last Thursday at Wangaratta. Blixton saluted. That's a great story. Absolutely. I've known Brett for a long time and uh, he's up there to cheer away uh, yeah. in my home base. And um, he's a, a great horseman and obviously he's trained uh, trained trotters and paces mm. or predominantly paces for a long time. Put a water walker in and got his scallops license mainly so he could pre-train horses mm-hmm. and, and have them there with the water walker facilities. So um, I had a, had a chat to him last week actually on Friday and wrote a bit of an article on the win. And he said it was just good to get the monkey off the back. <laughs> they Wondered if uh, if it was ever going to happen, and he's ha- happy just with a small team, and mm. they own the horse themselves. And um, yeah, it was really great to see him get that first win. Yeah, Cosy, can you think of anyone else who's got 
a dual license across both codes? Oh boy, I sort of think there have been so many over the years, yeah. but not. I'm just trying to think of current currently. Ones. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of any currently, Maddie. Um, Our listeners might be able to yeah, help. Yeah, someone us out. will know for sure. They'll they'll go. Hang on. I know Rita Burnett from Kilmore. She's yeah. um, yep. she doesn't have many thoroughbreds, but yeah, she has had a few in the past as well, and yep. has obviously got got standard breds and played a big role there for a number of yeah. years. Yeah, we obviously see the the cross codes with Campbell Rewilla. He's got greyhounds that he trains, but. Yeah, I wonder if there's too many other um, current harness trainers that are also gallops trainers. Zero four one six ninety fifty fifty two. If you can think of any, I get. Look, I'm thinking of as many years ago in Queensland. Though there was a the family called the Strong family, and they were in particular very good with two year olds. Mm. Then they took out harness license as well, and they were gallops guys taking out harness. And they used to actually work a lot of the harness horses at the thoroughbred track, and they'd, they'd gallop them quite often and work mm. them there and get them fit, and then the the paces. And they had great success yeah. with both. Well, yeah. Brett actually told me that he um, leads Blixton off the trotters. Um, yeah. right. just jogging. Yeah. They'd yeah. only ride him sort of once a week or once every 10 days. He mm. goes in the in the water walker a lot, and he said he's a horse that just doesn't seem to be like being ridden all the time. So, yeah, he leads him off mm. off the cart yeah, right. and um, and puts him in the water walker, and he might only they might only jump on his back once a week. Yeah. You work yeah. about three at once, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah you can. <laughs> yeah. I've seen five. Yeah. <laughs> Lead two, two yeah, off yeah. the side, one That's in right. the cart. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. Hey, uh, no country cups, as we mentioned, off the top of the program, but still plenty happening in country racing over the next seven days or so. Heaps, yeah. There is uh, plenty of Christmas parties around too. And, Cosie, you could head down to Moe tomorrow, mm. Friday. Shannon Knowles performing after yeah. the, oh, the last there. We could so do a duet. That'll be a, uh, a big day there. And, of course, <laughs> night Christmas races at, at Cranbourne Friday night and then a uh, big 10-race program at Wangaratta Saturday, the Woolamai picnics, of course, and uh, Bendigo Sunday. There's a Christmas party day there as well so so much around uh are all around the country maddie yeah can't wait for it. what a shame we've got our rsn christmas party tomorrow uh cozy we could have slipped down to moe tomorrow afternoon to watch shannon nolan in action would have been all right I've got, I've got the beard happening at the moment and i'm the right shape <laughs> yeah a couple of ho ho ho's and we're away <laughs> oh very good uh nikita great stuff look forward to catching up with you uh next thursday to talk all things country yeah. racing once again thanks guys have a good weekend nikita nikita Ross, uh, with us this year's each and every thursday